All right, I've got my candles. Wow, my phone's ringing right now. Okay, I'm gonna call you back, Vaughn. I'm gonna call you back. Just give me like 30 minutes. Um, I'm gonna light my candle now and just blab. I should have called this the blab podcast, but I didn't. I really just, I was thinking today that I, I had a chance that, sorry, my candle did something funny and I'm like, oh my God, don't set the house on fire. I was thinking today as I was just sitting outside having a cup of coffee and like watching Liam play. I totally thrive in isolation. By the way, I got a new aux cord, so I'm super excited because now my audio won't go in and out. But I thrive in isolation. I thrive being by myself. And trust me, this has nothing to do with being a parent. I still have to live a life of my own. And I am just cracking up because I get so much done when I'm, you know, not just necessarily like quote unquote by myself, but just like Liam's off doing his thing. I'm cleaning. I'm having coffee. I'm doing my budget. I'm writing. I'm I'm reading a little bit. I don't know. And I'm getting into like these modes of actually getting stuff done. And and most of the time, it's the same thing every weekend because Saturdays are the only day that I can either choose to do or not do homework. And then, you know, I don't have to be anywhere unless I make plans. And most of the time, I purposely don't make plans so that I don't have to be anywhere. And I think it's just so funny because I'm like, what in the world am I, have I been doing? Like, okay, what is my mindset like when I'm around people? Because clearly I don't get nearly as much done. I don't get nearly as much accomplished. I don't think straight. And I often like wonder, okay, is that why God wanted me to like work from home? You know, like, is that why I'm decided to go get a master's like and just do online courses? Like, cause I remember back in college when I will say back in college, whenever I say back in college, I really mean straight out of high school, straight to the dorms at UWM, UW Milwaukee, living on, on North Avenue. Like <laughs> I was, I was living 20 minutes away from home. When I say back at college, I just mean like, I know for a fact I got good grades, but I did not thrive. I didn't, I met people, I met great people that I'm still friends with to this day, like my first year of college, but I did not thrive in those environments. I remember going to class of 300. I remember, I remember so much. Oh my God. I remember going to class. And at that time I had gone from being, I think an early education major to a biomedical sciences major, to a criminal justice major, to an art major. Because lo and behold, I can draw a little bit, but I wanted to actually learn about art and like, you know, the history of art and artistes and things like that. But whatever I was going through, I only did it for one semester. And I was like, nah, we're going back to criminal justice, right? But I remember sitting in that class of 300 and going, there's no way I'm going to get anywhere in my life. (laughs) 
sitting in this seat right now. And I just remember, because I remember where I was sitting too. I feel like I'm sitting in that seat right now. And I said to myself, girl, you are not going to thrive in this area. You are not going to thrive in this environment. This is not for you. And I I just remember being like, okay, you know what? No matter what I do, I'm going to stick it out this semester. I got good grades and I got out of there and I switched back. And I didn't go to many like events. I didn't go to all of like the required courses where you have to go and, you know, go, uh, go to an art show. Go to, I didn't do none of that. I just did the homework and dealt with whatever grade I got. And I remember I passed, I think. But to my point, like I, I literally, I, I just don't thrive being around other people experience especially large amounts of people. And I can stand up and talk in front of thousands, but to actually have to produce in a large environment is not for me. And I just think that's so funny. And um, and so I'm just cracking up at myself because I just, another Saturday where I stayed up all night, Friday night doing whatever. And I think I was like budgeting and cleaning and stuff like that. And then I'm just trying to get rid of stuff. And then I sat up, I, Liam woke me up at like 10 a.m. I'm like, all right, whatever. I got five hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. But then it's like Saturday morning. I've had two cups of coffee. I'm moving, right? I'm grooving. And I just, I feel some type of way because like everyone else is out the house. Liam's taking a nap. And I'm like, another Saturday. And I, 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 another Saturday where I'm able to just be myself. And I love that for me. And I hope that other people do the exact same thing, especially like from now on, I should try to like plan out what I'm going to do. Maybe like an hour here, an hour there instead of just eyeballing it. But right now I'm just eyeballing it, getting things done as they go. I'm not spending three or four hours on laundry. I'm knocking that out in like 20 minutes and putting it away. Like I'm just doing stuff. And I feel like I get on my pod whenever I'm really like feeling it or when I'm really not feeling it. So it's like one of the two. And it's a very drastic difference, but it's it's helpful because this is complete opposite of, you know, two pods ago when I was nearly crying. And I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that feeling of feeling accomplished. So anyways, all right. So moving forward, because I could talk about that all day. Just the feeling of feeling accomplished is just a whole nother pod. But really, I just wanted to get on here and just keep talking about college because I was just cracking up at myself my last part. I was saying, I'm going to just tell y'all like how this all happened. So lo and behold, I decided to go to college, which out of high school was kind of a no brainer, but I wasn't really feeling it. I don't really believe in college. Honestly, I hope I never eat these words. I really don't believe in college. I don't believe this is what I don't believe about college. I don't believe in paying for college. I believe in... I believe in free education and being able to thrive in a in a in a world where people actually get the education and make the money. You know what I'm saying? And then are able to afford for their families and their lives and moving forward from there after you've done 12 years of, you know, early, you know, under um like early, you know, whatever, middle school, high school, whatever you want to call it. I forgot what it's called, but after you've done middle school, elementary, middle school, high school, you should have already earned like your, what I want to call it, like your point. You should have already earned your place in a college if you want to. Now there may, like, I understand how it works, right? But let's just say in like my world of life and me putting everything together, how I see it, 
maybe there are certain requirements that you would have to pay for if you go to like a prestige college like Harvard or stuff like that. But um, if you're not going to like an upper school, I mean, like if you're going to community college, it really should not cost you $5,000 a semester, $10,000 a semester. So like for me, it just seems so crazy after my long journey to look back and realize that like thousands of dollars were spent every semester and all I got was a bachelor's degree. And then there's no job guaranteeing, guaranteeing me a position afterward. So anyways, I might sound crazy. I probably need to explain more, but Lo and behold, that's how I feel about college. I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't have to pay for certain either locations, certain enrollment, I don't know, like certain places. So if I went to UWM, I should not like that should have been free. You know what I'm saying? Tax dollars should have covered that. That's how I feel. I know that's probably not how it works, but in my head. Um, but then like if I were to go to um like Juilliard, okay, I understand maybe a couple thousand dollars a semester or something to that effect. I mean, we're talking Juilliard, so we're, I know it's thousands, but let's just say in my head, right? So I don't know. I just feel like there should be some sort of like limit to college or no college because you're not guaranteed anything after that. And that's how I've always felt about it. So fast forward, I decided to go to college and I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, high school has been easy. I graduated with a 3.6. I pretty much aced every class exempted out of all my exams dang near like this will be a breeze but then I realized like you know if you're in college you're broke so I'm not with being broke so I'm like okay I gotta figure out a way to make money so during like my first two or two and a half maybe three semesters and then especially going into like the first year the second year that I was enrolled um at UWM and then I went to Mount Mary which is also in Milwaukee and then I went uh I went to Upper Iowa, which was online. And that's when I kind of transitioned into online school, I believe. I honestly don't remember. But to my point, I I realized that, like, I had to work. So I was working. My senior year of high school, I worked four part-time jobs. Going into my freshman year, I still worked two of those jobs. And every year after that, I always had two jobs up until mm, 2016. And I graduated in 2014. So for the first two years out of high school, I had two jobs and I was going to school. And I've always kept it that way. Well, I I always put work first. So I would be like, okay, homework later. But I was acing homework because school was so easy for me. School comes so easy for me. I don't know why. I'm, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that blessing. Because I, do, I never worry about homework. I never worry about the assignments. I never worry about the actual work that to do. What I care about is... Like, when I'm going to have time to do it. Because, yes, I'm going to work. And then, you know, if I have time. And at that time, I wasn't a mom. So I was like, all right, well, I'll figure it out later. I had no responsibilities. I had been living on my own at that point. But I moved out when I was, like, 19. I, I A lot of stuff had gone down at that time. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. But it was going to be on my own time. So my idea of college was always, like, work first, college second. Well, I did that. So now we're fast-forwarding into the years of... Okay, working, babysitting, got my own apartment, got a nice apartment, um, you know, just like living life. I mean, like at this point, looking back, I call it living life because I'm like, wow, I really didn't have much like 
anything urgent or major going into like 2017 when I moved out the state and other things happened and I had to come back home and then my life kind of got in order when I got a job at the electric company and I was like whoa you know I went from making like $21 an hour to making $30 an hour over the course of like three years. I had built a career. Now I was in a field of work. I was in supply chain and logistics. I'm like, cool, I'm in this field of work, but I still hadn't graduated. I was still in school, in and out, in and out, in and out. My my big deterrence about college was when I went to Mount Mary and not to bash them because it was a great experience. I love that school. But what happened was it was just cost too much. It was like 16 grand a semester. And I was like, where am I getting this money from? I went for one semester and I think I ended up moving and then they let me finish online. It was like a whole thing. And then I moved to Upper Iowa. So like that's how life kind of kept going in circles and circles and circles. Because by the time I looked up, it was like already 2017, 2018, you know, 2019. And then the pandemic started and I still hadn't graduated. And so then, you know, I... I had all these credits, so I was at like 60 credits, 70 credits, 80 credits. So, you know, 2020 came around. I moved. I had gotten pregnant. Um, I, I, and I was pregnant, and then I moved back home. I moved back to Milwaukee, and I was still in school. I had not stopped the entire time. I was still in school, um, despite the fact that in that time, and I, I'm not going into much detail, but in that time, I had technically been homeless I I like to use the word as technical as possible because I I wasn't living on the street but I didn't have a home that was my own um I I wasn't in a situation where I was able to go back to where like I was like where my mom was where my dad was they were kind of just like you know everybody was living their own life and I wasn't practically an adult and I had already moved out and things like that so um you know, never to to put them in a in a situation that made it seem like they weren't taking care of me. But I really I was an adult at this time, and so technically homelessness was kind of hitting me in the face a couple times here and there, just depending on my job situation, my money situation, um, and the where I was at and the decisions that I was making for myself. And I think that no matter what I knew, like I still wanted to graduate, so I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to stay in school. I'm going online. At this time, I was at Upper Iowa. I hated it. I I loved like the idea of going to online school. The homework was fairly easy, but it was for me, I don't know if I was making up an excuse, but it was like the people. Like I couldn't deal with my advisor. You know, they were always messing up something. It was something, something, something. It was just always something. So for me, I was like, I gotta get out of this. You know, by then it was like going into twenty twenty and I was I had gotten pregnant and with Liam and uh that fall and I'd moved back home and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna make a different decision for myself. So Going to 2021, my mom, she had graduated from University of Phoenix with a bachelor's and master's by the time she was, I don't know, maybe like 45, I don't know. But to that, it was like somewhere in her 40s, she was done with both of those degrees. And I was like, look, I can do this. I'm going to go full-time online at this school. It's At that time, I was laughing at myself because it was like, it was an accelerated school for adults. So when I was younger, my mom, she would go, I don't know, maybe two or one or two times a week to the physical location and she would go to class. So in my head, it was like, well, I'm never allowed to do that because I'm a child or I'm a teen or I'm a young adult and I don't I don't belong in one of these courses where adults go to class at night for four hours and then come home and they've got homework to do and stuff like that. And back then, online school wasn't, it was major. I mean, it was major, but it wasn't as major as it is now, right? We're talking like 20, I don't know when my mom graduated, but let's just throw out a year, 2000, 
2009, 2008, 2010, 2011, whatever. It was early. So, you know, looking at it, when I decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm going to go full-time online. This is social media era. This is get your homework done online era. Kids are being homeschooled more. I don't know. I was making up every excuse, but I was about to get that homework done. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. So I enrolled in January of 2021. I had no scholarships. I had only financial aid. I had, so in your bachelor's, you get, you get about 60 grand, 70, let's just say, let's cap it at 70 because I really don't know the deal in every state. You get about 70 grand of, um, of, of, uh, undergrad, you know, funds through, um, financial aid, FAFSA and everything like that. By the time my, my decision to go to U- University of Phoenix had come, I had gone through at least 45K. And I'll say that lightly, it might've already been 50K, $50,000, which means I only had a good gap of 10 to 15 grand left for them to work with to get me through this, through school. So I'm going to save y'all the trouble. I ended up putting out money. Mom, my mom ended up helping me put out money um, to, to pay off the degree. Time went by. You know, I had Liam. I was in school still. I was still in school. I was working because when we moved to Atlanta, <laughs> I had worked as a personal assistant. Then I had worked as an office manager. Then I didn't work for like four more months. And then I saw so I stayed home with Liam. And then I got a job where I work now at a tech company. And I work in customer service. So by then I had been working again on and off, but then permanently I was back in the office. I was still in school and I had a newborn. Liam was like 10 months when this happened. So I was, I would call myself thriving, but I wasn't isolated. I wasn't able to just think about myself or move about myself. And again, this has nothing to do with Liam, but it was like the things that I wanted to accomplish for myself had to come at some point. And it was always when I could just get an hour, two hours, or when no one was home, or when I was able to just think by myself, sit in the car, go to Starbucks, sit at a park, you know, go for a drive. That Those small moments of isolation really helped keep me intact and helped me, you know, keep my mind in order to even finish with school. Because the idea that I have to force myself to do something that I don't already want to do, but I know will help me in the future is like an investment. And that's why I I would say that as much as I hate college, that's the only thing about it is that it is an investment, not monetarily, but like mentally in, in, in a work environment, it's an investment. Um, and I remember just feeling like, okay, if I just take this 45 minute drive, baby can sleep in the car seat and I can think that was what I did. At the time, I had gone from living with someone because I gave up my apartment when I was pregnant because I, I just I hated it. It was something about the I don't want to say like the the spirits in there. I don't want to sound crazy. It was the aura that I was like, I'm not bringing a newborn into this home. So I ended up going to live with my mom's best friend, Becky. And then I moved and we moved down here. I moved in with my grandparents. So at that time I I didn't have to, I paid, I paid, but when I moved with my grandparents, I didn't have to pay anything, but I still, you know, I was still, I was doing okay financially, but it's, it's always, money is money, right? 
So I was still thinking of ways to like, you know, get, let's hurry up and get this degree so I can make some money and, and move on and move on. So I was motivated because I'm like, I can't do nothing unless I get this degree. And that's not true, but it's, it was in my situation, it was true. So I was trying to figure out these different small times. I would go sit at the park. Um, I, I would go for a drive. Like I said, I would just find a reason to not be feeling like I had a a ton of weight on my shoulders. And that mindset helped me make sure that, make sure that like, you know, after I got off of work, I worked eight hours, I took care of my newborn. Um, and by now, you know, it was, it was at a point where I'm just trying to think back. We had already kind of like surpassed COVID in a way that it was like, okay, it was 2021, 2022, you know, 2022 was like, oh, okay, we might live, you know, so life was changing for me. Um, and eventually I got to work from home. So then I started doing that. So that meant I could choose if Liam would go to daycare or not. Liam was going on and off to daycare sometimes, sometimes not, blah, blah, blah. It was just very like, no matter what was going on around me and all these small micro decisions I had to make, I still had homework to do. So I was still enrolled at University of Phoenix, getting a bachelor's in business management, which they eventually just turned to management. And I really, really, really found myself feeling like, okay, I see the light. Like we got to about let me see. He turned one in June. We got to about his first birthday and I was like, wow, I only have like, you know, six to eight more months until I graduate. Like I can do this. Well, you know, Liam just turned two this past June. So you can imagine now where we're at on a timeline, like we're talking about just last year. So last, last summer, you know, June, July, August. So I'm Looking at the calendar going, you know, (laughs) I really want to say forget it. You know what I mean? That would be nice. But I've come all this way. It's been 10 years almost. It's been a good nine years since I graduated. What am I going to do? Because I don't really, I'm I'm maxed out my education, but it's paid for. I'm like, so what do I do? I need to go ahead and finish. (sighs) Y'all, when I say I aced it out, I graduated. So I graduated with 3.49. I didn't make what they consider honor roll, but hey, whatever. A three, I think a, I think honor roll was like a 3.7 or something. I'm like, are you serious? But whatever. It was like, okay, whatever. So I got to graduate. I get to graduation. I had the time of my life. But in those eight months, it was like, I see how, it's almost like when you have senioritis. It's like you see the end goal, you see the light, but you're like, holy crap, like this thing weighs a ton. Like I could just say, forget it and just go to work and take care of my kid. So it was always like a mental battle. And I remember feeling like, okay, there's nothing more that you need to do than to do this. I mean, that was like on one shoulder. And then the other shoulder was like, you could just go to sleep. I mean, you could just take a nap. You could just, you know, forget it. And, um... I I wasn't always like making the best decisions when it came to time management, food, things that I was putting into my body, um, you know, things like that. But I knew it was like a sacrifice I was going to have to make. So if I was eating Wendy's for like three or four days, because at the time, remember, Liam's still a baby. So he's still eating baby food. We had gone through the whole breast milk era, the whole thing. So at this time, I'm like, you know, I might be eating Wendy's three or four times a week. But hey, like I'm getting my homework done so I don't have to cook. I don't have to worry about where food's coming from. I mean, I was I was like mentally sacrificing. And I, I just remember I was in my room one day because um, for and you also have to remember that for years, um, 
since I had, right before I had been pregnant or when I had first gotten pregnant, all I had was a room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to remember, like, to me, this is, again, homelessness. It's not, it wasn't really, like, homeless, like, when I moved to Tampa and I was staying with Brittany, or, and I'll get into all this eventually. Um, Homeless, like, when I moved, when I went down to Florida again, again in, like, 2020, right before I got pregnant, actually, yeah, hello, and it didn't work out. And I ended up coming back and driving up back towards Milwaukee. And I stopped at Indianapolis and started a life there. I was living in a hotel, the whole nine yards. Um, And I'll get into that eventually too. But I just remember like the mental battle of all I had was a room. And over the years, all I had was a room. I had a room at Becky's house. I had a room at my grandparents' house. I had, um, I had a room. I just, and to this day, to be honest with y'all, all I have is still a room. And it's still a mental battle, but I remember feeling like living at my grandparents' house at that moment, like it's a mental battle that I'm just going to have to plug in and say, okay, I can handle this one, turn this one on, deal with this mental battle because the outside of that and the back skirts of that and the back roads of that is that I'm about to get a degree. It's something that I've never obtained before, but will also put me in a, in a different position in life and people will see me different as well. And I will have accomplished something for myself and for my son because Liam was the only reason I felt like I needed to really do it. I'm like, eh, I've been working for three and a half years. I can just, you know, keep working. I, if I can, I can talk myself into a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I've gotten plenty of jobs, plenty of nice paying jobs. I don't really need a degree. I can just keep doing that. Or I could just get a degree and then shut up and sit in, sit in the interview and be quiet. So I was, it was always like the angel and the devil on each shoulder because I'm like, eh, as much as I, as much as I want to give up now is really not the time. So when graduation finally hit, you know, I really didn't know how to handle it. Like, you know, it was me and my mom and Siobhan and Liam. We all went to Phoenix. It was amazing. I just remember feeling like, don't forget this moment. I remember not talking much. I remember just taking everything in and and doing it. It was something I was doing for myself. I made sure I looked my absolute best. I've never taken so much time to do my, my makeup. And like I got my hair done and I had to make sure my nails were done. And of course the devil tried to try, uh, sweep in and like try me and and chip a toenail, but we made it work. I buffed it on out and we kept going. And it was like, life was just lifing for me in that moment. And that's what kind of at graduation, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this again. And it was (laughs) again, the devil and the angel going, you stupid girl, like, like you just had eight to 10 years of this and you want to go back and do it again. And then the angel was like, I mean, it's only a year and a half. Like their master's program is only 18 months. Like really like 18 months just passed. You can do it. So in my head, it was like, I was justifying, but I was also accepting for the fact that mentally I was about to do this again. Cause I was sitting at graduation going, this is not the end. I, I bypass an associate's degree, which I actually plan on going back to get an associate's degree just to have it later on in life. And then I bypassed the associate's degree, was at bachelor's, was at graduation in the bachelor's row, getting a bachelor's. In front of me was the master's and in front of them was the doctorate. I said, okay, you know, I haven't decided on a doctorate yet. I really haven't decided on the associate yet. Those are just things that I may or may not do. But the bachelor and the master's, that's like a, that's like a done deal. And so as soon as graduation was done, I like went back um, to my advisor, I was like, Hey, you know, I want to enroll. I work at a tech company. I want to get into it. 
they looked at me like I was crazy. I said, I want to do, um, what was it at the time that I wanted to do? Um, was it, oh, hold on. Let me Google this. Hold on one second. Let me see what it was called. Cause there was something that I was very interested in. And I, I remember feeling to myself like, you know what? I am not about to cybersecurity. I wanted to do cybersecurity so bad. I still kind of want to. But in my head, I had done all this research about, you know, scammers, how they work, how they operate, what they do physically, how they actually get through with their scam, with their hacking, with, with their techniques, what do they use? And then there was also ways of doing like, you could just be like an analyst and, you know, work with the tech blogs that tell people what they do and things like that. You don't necessarily have to be in, in their coding and reverse coding and things like that. I mean, all these different things about, uh, about cybersecurity had come up. So I went to the university of Phoenix and I said, Hey, I want to go to university of Phoenix again. I want to get a master's because I just graduated with a bachelor's. So you can't tell me nothing. And I was like, and I want to be able to get this degree in cybersecurity. So a month went by Okay, we're going to get you into cybersecurity. We got you into the program. We got you into the program. We got you into the program. A week before the program starts, something told me to just log on. Something said, just log on and be nosy in your profile and just see if anything has changed because it's been a month since you've been on the computer. It's, you know, you only have six weeks break. Maybe, you know, you can just go and see if there's anything you can do a little early. I don't know. I was just being overzealous, which I appreciate about myself sometimes. I log on. I'm just getting rid of all my different notifications, things that I don't need for my bachelor's because it's the same portal. So I'm like, okay, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I come across a letter. In short, the head of from the head of IT department, cybersecurity, or in the dean, it was a letter from the dean. In short, dear Kaylin, we can't let you into this program. Sincerely, the dean. Click. I'm sitting there looking like, Lord, what just happened? Are you trying to tell me that I'm really not getting this degree after I done waited four weeks and done logged in two weeks early, then waited eight years to get a bachelor's, then went to graduation, hyped myself up, promised myself I was getting a master's degree? Is this not the plan? Is this? Let me know if this is the plan because we talked about it. The thing about getting the master's degree was I asked. You know, I prayed about it. I'm like, dude, I don't got to do this. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got it. I ain't got to do that. You know what I mean? We, we could just act like I got it. We could just tell people I got it. I don't. That's how I felt. And I was like, I really don't have to do this. You know, what is the, what is it that you want me to do? I said, I'm already working. You know, things are kind of falling into place. What do you need from me? I'm like, cause I don't have to do the masters. If it ain't for me, you know, remove it. That's how I pray. If it ain't for me, remove it. Dear Lord, if it ain't for me, remove it. The next week. So, I'm sorry. It wasn't the week before. It was two weeks before. So, the next week had gone by. I had contacted um, University of Phoenix. Oh, I'm freaked out. I, I'm actually not in the program. Contacted my advisor. I'm, I'm not in the program. You know, da, da, da. Oh, I, I didn't know. He said, I didn't know. I, they, they let me know. Financial aid let me know. It was all good. Everything was good. So, like, everything was in order. And then everything just stopped. And it wasn't in order. So, I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling. About, so, out of seven days, about five days left. About four days left. I call. I, I said, I'm, I'm, Lord, forgive me for admitting this. I was driving. I was at a red light and I said, okay, I'm just going to Google a number and just see if enrollment 
answers the phone. Like if I was a brand new student going into University of Phoenix, what would I do? Instead of going through my advisor and going through the numbers I had, the phone numbers I had, I'm just going to call and I'm going to be like, hey, I'd like to enroll into IT group, da, da, da. So I get this lady and I don't remember her name, but let's just, I don't know. Let's just, I, I can't remember her name. I call and I'm like, hey, I think her name's like, I don't know, whatever. I don't, I don't remember her name. I said, hey, I said, I'd like to enroll into a degree in IT, um, preferably the cybersecurity program, which is one one of the ones that you guys offer. You know, what are the steps I need to take? Can you walk me through it? Blah, blah, blah. So she get into it, she get into it. She starts telling me about the degree, what it is, how long it'll take, what the classes are, what the financial aid is looking like, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, cool, 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 cool. I said, okay, now I'm going to catch you up. I'm already a student at University of Phoenix. I was supposed to do this. So I told her the whole story about how I got in and then I didn't get in. And she was like, whoa. I'm like, yeah. So she was like, okay, no, let me look through, let me look through. You know what? It looks like you actually won't be able to. I do apologize. I said, okay. I said, you're telling me that I'm not eligible due to not having um, a degree in a certain field. So I should have got my bachelor's degree in a certain field. Mind you, I got my bachelor's degree in business management. By the end of the year, they had turned that into just management. So it went from a BSBM to a BSM. I said, okay. I said, the reason that I wanted is because I could be an, a manager in IT if I wanted to. I just need, I want to have, but I want to go through the process. So I explained why I wanted to do it. Mind you, I had to explain why I wanted to do it the first time when I thought I got accepted. They made me write like a whole 500 word paragraph, da, 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 da. But apparently the head of, you know, like I said, IT was like, no. So I explained it to her again. I'm like, this is what you can do. This is my experience and work. I've worked in supply chain. I've, I now work at a tech company in logistics. I work in customer service for 15 years. I said, I have all this experience. I've been working since I was 15. I said, I can do this. I tried to convince her. She was like, there's nothing I can do. Basically, it's out of my hands. I said, okay. I said, thank you for your help. You know, blah, blah, blah. I hang up. About 12 hours later, something was like, you should just try calling again. I'm like, yo, you got to be kidding. Like, this is where, like, faith steps in and, like, really, you know, putting in the work behind it. Because I was looking at my phone like, you've got to be kidding me. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to call one more time. I said, there has got to be somebody that can help me. Because I said, they told me I was in this cybersecurity degree. So I get into it. I, I tell her, I explain the whole thing. Okay, I'm trying to get into this. You know, can you help me enroll? I pretended like I was a new student. And then I told her, I broke it down to her. Just kidding. I'm not a new student. You know, I've been in school. This is what happened. I told her about the whole thing about how I got accepted and how I didn't get accepted. And then the whole nine yards. And she says to me, she says, you know what? I think I can help you. I just, I just, I was flabbergasted. I was like, all right. She said, you know what? She said, is cybersecurity the only thing that you're interested in? I said, yes. She said, is cybersecurity the only thing you're interested in? I said, no. She said, okay. She said, well, what are you interested in? I said, I want an IT degree. I said, I work at a tech company. I'm pretty tight with the IT guys. I'm interested in doing this. And I was like, and on top of that, I work in customer service right now. So it would be a really good transition not to have to leave the company that I already work for, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, I told her, I told her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she starts looking through the different degrees that are offered online and she goes, okay. She says they offer an information uh, systems degree. And I was like, okay, what's that? She was like, well, basically you learn the infrastructure and uh, basically in short, you learn the infrastructure or the, let's just help, help everybody, the setup of an IT system from top to bottom. 
She said you learn how to manage it. You learn how to approach it. You learn what the steps are. You learn what the analytics are. You learn um, what the ideology is. You learn everything about infrastructure. I said, okay, I kind of already know because I work at an IT company. I see the IT department come in and change out our phones from physical phones to Microsoft Teams. I've seen them come in and change out our cubicles and restructure our departments and have to reset up all of the, you know, we got new monitors and da, 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 da. I said, I've seen it all. So I said, I've seen it. Now, if you can just teach me what they were doing in the microscopic version of it, I might be able to get through something. She said, okay, I've got to read through, you know, the requirements. She goes through, she's reading in silence. And you know when somebody's sitting on the phone and they're like, and I'm sitting there like, Lord, like I said, if you don't want me to do this, I'm looking up at the sky like, if you don't want me to do this, just say that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping. You know, it ain't going to be nothing to not have no homework. Like, you ain't said nothing but a word. And so then she goes through, she says, well, it doesn't look like you need any specific degree before you do this. She said, and you already have the bachelor's, which is pretty much the only requirement is that you have one. And da da da. And your GPA was looking great. And I don't know what the other requirements were, but she was like, so, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and add this to your schedule and get you a letter of acceptance and blah, blah, blah. And I just was looking at the phone like, I said, are you sure? She was like, yeah, I'm sure. I said, information systems. She said, yeah. I said, are you sure? <laughs> because I just went through four weeks of them telling me I could get into cybersecurity when in reality I couldn't. And I just told you that. So if you're yanking my chain, I'm going to be pretty upset. She was like, no, like I've read through the requirements twice. I said, I hope you know I'm going to call back and ask someone else. She said, yeah, that's fine. But I'm going to go ahead and get you set up and get you enrolled so that you can start class in three days. And I looked at her. I'm like, okay, because class was supposed to start on Tuesday and it's like Thursday or whatever and I was like okay and she's like okay and I was like okay and she was like okay have fun in class and I was like no you're kidding she was like no I'm serious she was like I've read through the requirements I've been doing this for you know 10 15 years or whatever she said she was a seasoned woman I could tell so I'm like okay I don't know her name but I'm like okay and she's like, so I've been doing this for a long time. Like, you know, I get people enrolled. That's why we're calling and you're talking to the enrollment department. And she's like, I, I got you enrolled. You actually meet the requirements. I said, try to put me in the cybersecurity program. Just I'm testing her. Like, try to put me in the cybersecurity program just to make sure I know what you're doing. She goes to the cybersecurity program online. She looks, she says, well, nope. It says that you need um, an IT bachelor's degree or um, a communications degree, and you don't have either of those. But when I go back over to my tab with the information system, she says those requirements are not listed. She said you will be just fine. Lo and behold, y'all. Lo and behold. Is that the saying? Lo and behold. Whatever. That's what happened. Next thing you know, Tuesday came around, and I was starting my first IT information systems course. Information technology information systems course. And... I'm currently enrolled in that. Um, I currently, I, I'm not the one to brag because I'm really, really trying because having a 3.49 and not making honor, when you walk into graduation, and mind you, it's 110, 15 degrees outside in Phoenix. When you walk into graduation, you walk in after you've put your stuff in a locker and you've walked all the way in and waited in line to get through security and walked in and your family has gone off to their seats and you go in and there's a table that says honor roll 3.7, 3.8, 3.9, da, 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 and there's ropes. And you go, I want one of those ropes. 
So I'm really trying to keep my GPA right now. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to I'm not gonna jinx myself, but I'm going to tell you that it is higher than a three point nine. I'm going to tell you that. And I am going to keep this going. Now let's say in about six months I come back to y'all and I'm like, okay, y'all, I got a three point two, but we're still making it. I'm not gonna be embarrassed. I'm telling y'all right now in this very moment, after all I went through to get into the degree, I am passing with an A. That's all I care about. And I am like getting through these courses right now. I think there were, I think there were 13 courses and I'm in my fourth class, I believe. And I believe I have nine classes after this or eight classes after this or something to that effect. And I graduate or graduation I won't say graduation because I won't be going to graduation until I go to Phoenix again, which will be spring of 2025, but I'll be done October of 2024. My last class is October 28th, I think is the last day of class. So October 28th of 2024. So I think, and then after that, I go to graduation um, in Phoenix because over the winter time, they only offer a virtual and I ain't missing out on the in, in person. So I'm going to graduation in Phoenix again, either in May or April or whenever they have March, April or May or whenever they have it, um, in Phoenix in spring of 2025. So that's a trip. And I'm, I'm planning for that trip. I'm planning for that trip. I am so excited about it. I feel like this next year and a half is going to go by really quick. When I think about it in, in terms of courses instead of in terms of like months or years, it makes it a lot shorter. And when I say courses, I mean class. So each class is six six weeks. So right now I'm in my fourth week of my fourth class. And then I only have like, like I said, eight or nine to go. And then I think of it like that. So I feel like it'll go by like a breeze. Christmas is about to come up. That's a whole nother class and a half that I'll be done with. By the time January, February comes around, I'll have less than 10 months. So I'm excited. And I'm like, after all, after all of this, you would think that I would have super high anxiety about it, but I just get it done, whether it's at two in the morning or, you know, at 5 PM, like I just make sure I take the time two or three or four hours. Um, and I just force myself to get, I might have to give up reading a book I might have to give up you know going for a walk I might have to give up you know I might have to cut my workout from 45 minutes to 40 minutes or 45 minutes to you know 20 minutes but it's like all worth it when you're sitting in that chair at graduation and listening to someone give a speech and you're like wow what was I doing for the last two years you know just chilling I mean my son will be have turned three and I will have accomplished two degrees in the time that he turned three. Not to mention that I did kind of have a cheat code because I spent the last eight years getting a bachelor's. But it's to the point that it's like, by the time he turns three, I will have... Because when you go to University of Phoenix, you pretty much, you can transfer in credits, but you pretty much have to, quote unquote, start over. So at the beginning of January of 2021, I was starting their program, their bachelor's degree program from the beginning fresh. I had transferred in about 65 to 70 credits, but you need 120 to graduate. So I had to do all of it pretty much in order to get everything covered except for like electives, which saved me. Um, and so I'm hoping, you know, same thing goes for this. Like, I'm just going to have to figure it out no matter what, no matter if I got to crunch, crunch money, crunch time, crunch sleep, crunch workouts, whatever I need to do. I've been worried. I've been consistent and not worried, but more like focused on like what I put in my body. So I don't have to work so hard to get it out. 
um, just trying to shortcut things, you know, cooking instead of eating out. So I don't have to worry about where money went, stuff like that. And, um, I had like all these plans after graduation. I, I wanted to make sure I had bought a house and all of that, but all of that's kind of, kind of come to a hold. I've decided to slow down and like really just focus on school, get through this next year. When October comes, I will have two months until our lease is up. I can get an apartment and start from scratch. And that way it'll feel kind of like when I left Milwaukee in 2017, it'll feel like that. It'll feel like I have an apartment and I can start from scratch saving, you know, over this next year, I have an entire budget to save money. So by the time December comes of 2024, I will have saved and had a cushion and pay my rent and still working from home and everything should be just fine. And I find myself in these little modes where I'm like, everything will be just fine if I just keep saying it'll be just fine and staying on track and stop making, you know, in the spur in the moment. So like decisions. So like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go on vacation and I'm going to do this. I might go on one vacation next year. Maybe, maybe. And that's just because I have a goal set. And if I, in that next year, decide to cheat that goal, it won't happen. And that includes school. That includes, includes my finances. That includes my mental health. That includes taking care of my son everything. So I'm just excited. And I just wanted to come on here and like share that because I feel like I have a lot more to share and it'll always be a loophole. And I'm never going to be able to tell the entire story in detail or we could be here for hours because I could literally talk like this for hours. But I just wanted to come on here and just give someone some inspiration. Like this entire story about graduation and school and college has been a true journey and I might do more and just go into more detail, but I just wanted whoever's listening, if you're in school and you're about to graduate with your degree, like just trust, I don't want to say trust the process, but those are the words that got me through from my mom. Trust the process and like trust the process and just do what they ask you to do is what she would tell me. And then just be diligent. It's like my advice because you know, as an adult coming from like, I'm only 27. So coming from like 17 to 27 in the last 10 years, I realized that like, if you don't make you, then no one's going to make you. And then you sit back and wonder what happened and why nobody made you because it wasn't their responsibility. It's yours. And I try to, um, watch a lot of YouTube videos and stay motivated about like how to stay on top of my own self instead of, you know, thinking that someone's going to do it for me. So I mean, just find a way to like stay motivated, stay busy. If you got a 30 or 20 or 30 minute assignment, turn on some lo-fi music and like knock it out, you know, turn on a podcast that you listen to and knock it out Um, and try not to think about other things when you're getting your assignments done because that's helpful. Um, Wait until the hour of the day that you feel most comfortable and most motivated to do it. Don't do it at 6 a.m. when you have to work in two hours because you're going to be anxious or don't do it at, I'm I'm an overnight type of person, but don't do it at like 10, 7, 8, 9, 10 p.m. when the whole family in the house is like going crazy. Like do it at times when you can focus and you can think. Go to a place where you can focus and you can think. And just remember like there is an end goal. There is a timeline and there is a finish line. And that's when you're sitting at graduation and they call your name to go line up and you're like the only thing, the only thing that mattered to me, and I'm going to tell you so that you can laugh too, like the only thing that mattered to me was, is my hair okay? When I was walking up that ramp to go onto the stage to get my actual, not the actual degree, but the folder that they put the little message in, 
And the only thing I remember saying was like, can you just make sure my locks aren't like standing up on top of my head? And you know, I wasn't, I don't have to, I don't have to comb anything. So I'm like, just make sure my, make sure my lips are, you know, looking kind of, you know, sparkly. Do you have lip gloss? Like the whole nine yards. Um, I was, all I cared about in that moment was about me. Nothing else in the world, not a bill, not a pet. You know, I always say this, love my son, but not my son. My mom had my son, not my phone ringing, not work. Not homework for one. I mean, all I cared was how do I look? That was all that mattered. I can imagine that's like a supermodel's life every day. How do I look? So like for me, I was like, okay, I'm about to do this walk. I'm about to do this thing. I had on heels, the whole nine yards. My next graduation and my master's in, you know, 2025, I am not wearing heels. I am not wearing, I'm about to wear some Jordans or something, but I am not wearing heels. But I'm going to tell y'all this because that in that moment, it felt like I mattered to me. And that was all that mattered at the moment was I was doing something for myself, accomplishing for, for something for myself. I was happy. I was joyful. I was, I was, I was, uh, motivated. I was encouraged. I was powerful. I felt empowered. Like I could go on and on and on, but I just remember walking up that ramp going, nothing else matters right now, but two things don't fall and look good. Like, and so I just say that to anybody who's like, even if it's not school, even if it's trying to accomplish like a personal goal, a work goal, um, maybe you're like building something, maybe you're uh, sewing something, maybe you're exercising in a certain way to lose a certain amount of pounds. Like there is a finish line, make yourself a timeline and stick to it. And eventually that timeline does have to occur. Just like you go to sleep every night and you're going to wake up the next morning. It's the same thing. Like you go to bed, you wake up, you do the work, you finish. Like it's the same thing. And um, I just want anybody who's listening to just be motivated. And I'm sure that I'll keep blabbering about college and all of my history of life over the next, you know, 10 to 20 pods or whatnot. And yeah, I'm just, I'm glad to have shared this with y'all. And I hope I shared enough and that I was able to, you know, keep someone's mindset in a positive light, in a positive manner. And just remember that like, you are not alone in anything that you do. There is someone out there that has a semi or, or semi close or close or exact story to yours. And it's just important that we all share those stories with each other just so that we can all, you know, stay motivated and and trust that, you know, we're not alone in whatever that we're trying to accomplish and do so. Yeah, stay positive and I don't know. I, I guess this would be a time for me to like shout myself out. Follow me on Instagram at notes K N O T E S Z. Um I just put up my Instagram page for my photography uh photography. For f- photography, <laughs> um Kaylin's camera, K A I L Y N N S C A M E R A. Um I do a lot of headshot photography, landscape, um, things like that. Um, I'm located in Atlanta. I'll be scheduling if anybody wants me to travel. I'll be posting my uh, images, some today, some tomorrow, some Monday, things like that. I'll be posting this weekend, just getting some stuff up on my page. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all later.